welcome to KC Corner, episode 88, Andre Vasilevsky. One of the greatest goaltenders of all time. <laughs> Except let up two goals last night. Yeah, but, but right. not his fault. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, what, what, a, what another performance. But <laughs> anyway, the Bolts, our Bolts are struggling. They just aren't. A little championship hangover. They, exactly. That's all right. It's, it's not when it matters. It's end it's of the true. season. Good point, Brooks. Good point. <laughs> hey, but we have had perfect weather. God yes, we have. The perfect weather. Um, and so thank God for that. And church yeah. happened without all of the crew last Sunday. Which was amazing. It was a very <laughs> difficult uh, Sunday in some ways because our setup crew, a couple of guys like Bill Chapman, who's always there, was out. Mike Carpenter was out. And so right away our setup crew is a little bit down. And then, of course, all you sound guys at, uh, at Forrest and Brianna's wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, we missed a lot of our 20-somethings. But we had a good crowd and a good Sunday. But about everything that could go wrong last Sunday went wrong. Mm-hmm. I forgot my iPad. And so I nice. went to teach a class at 9 which I usually use my iPad, but, you know, thank God for Apple products. I just pulled up my PowerPoint on my phone, and boom, there it was. And Allie and brought my iPad. Poof, there it was, and it, it worked. But the, I don't still don't know what happened because I had a page missing from my notes um, that I got ready to preach, and I looked down in my Bible. And again, when you teach that 9 o'clock class, there's a little bit less time for me to get everything together just to make sure that I had it all. And so I, I looked at it, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I'm missing a page. And so... <laughs> Uh, I thought I could get going and walk back to the sound booth because I've printed out uh, uh, my sermons for them, and that page was gone too. So somewhere in the gremlin, somewhere I hit delete, and I don't know how I could hit delete on one page of notes, not the entire thing. I still don't know what I've done, and you sometimes think, you know, I know we're in a spiritual battle, but what in the world could that be? So uh, uh, there were a lot of... uh, Things that were moving on Sunday that provided challenges for us, but God's grace, we sang His praises, and uh, yeah, it was pretty exciting. We're not in paradise yet; we're still in uh, just on Earth here. Exactly, so that, that was segue like perfect to what you're talking exactly. about. Exactly, <laughs> and I think that that's that's uh, you know what I meant to say last week uh, with an urgency to say it for Christians is sometimes we get disillusioned about the difficulty of life. Sometimes we feel like, okay, we came to Christ. We've had this incredible salvation experience. We know our sins are forgiven and we're free. We're filled with the spirit. Wow. We are adopted. How does it get better than that? It really doesn't. Um, And we think that sometimes we should go from grace to glory, you know, but we go from grace to the wilderness and there's still grace there every day. He's providing for us daily bread. Every day he's giving us living water. Every day he is with us. But I feel like, especially when you massage in the American dream and you massage in oftentimes the voices of a prosperity gospel, you start you start um, wondering, what are you doing wrong that life is not firing on all eight cylinders? What are you doing wrong that you keep hitting the ditch? And that, you know, whether that's emotionally, spiritually, physically, everything's coming at you. So... I, I used, as you know, that, that starting of the sermon of you are here. You know, you are here in the uh, in the mall. I mm-hmm. love to know where am I because it'll help me know, get my bearings. Uh, where do I got to go? Where have I kind of been? Um, and it's in an amazing, Brooks, that we could be in the second book of the Bible, Exodus, that happened so long ago. And even there, it helps us find, hey, we are here in the story. Certainly, we're not literally in the wilderness with the Israelites. But there is a wilderness that we're experiencing now um, and a wilderness that Jesus experienced. So really what I what I meant to say was, hey, uh, life is going to be a grind oftentimes all the way home. And, you know, let's not turn our worship to whining because that usually happens. And, mm-hmm. and uh, the people did it amazingly quickly. 
And there's some things that we learn in the de- in the wilderness or the desert you never would learn anywhere else. And uh, uh, and there's some really head scratchers, you know, when you realize what did God do? They cross the Red Sea, they're singing his praises, and then he leads them for three days and he's leading them. And there's a pillar of fire by night, there's a cloud by day. Where does he lead them? Right to bitter water. And you want to say, God, why would you lead us to bitter water? And I think everybody who's listened to this could probably think about, God, why did you let that in my life? Why why did you lead me here? And, uh, um, and yet we know because of Christ, all things do work together for the good. Then you got this really kind of weird story like okay we got this bitter water everybody's complaining let's go back this stinks this is no good Moses you're the worst um and then hey you see that tree over there throw it in the water and it becomes sweet and uh you know that takes a little bit of faith it's like okay guys I got the solution you know hold up this tree I got it here it is we're okay and you throw it in and they're like hey this is pretty good stuff and uh you know again just how that foreshadows the cross of Christ the tree of Christ that will take all the bitterness uh, for us and and make things sweet so mm-hmm. yeah, yeah we're fed that in our culture all the time with movies and tv shows you know the character arc bad things happen bad things happen you know at the end of the movie the underdog team wins or there's a resolution and yeah you know there's just final glory and yeah. it's perfect and that's not what life is we have ups and downs throughout the whole time you know and it won't be resolved in that short a time period you mm-hmm. know it just is that uh that reality. I mean, we'll, we'll have some of those arcs and, you know, they, he led them also to this oasis. I mean, that had, you know, these 12 springs and 70, all these palm trees. And I mean, it was awesome. I imagine that would be the place that, you know, it was an all inclusive resort, so to speak, you know? <laughs> and so, uh, you know, how, how do you not want to stay there? And I, I, that really pressed upon me as well, because I kind of live my life from the next exciting, uh, you know, adventure, and I, I realized that from with ski a, trip to beach trip, exactly, and, you know, and uh, you know, I, I, I've journeyed with men in my life that uh, that we can talk weekly. You know, one guy, John Thurman, uh, for many years, and then I had Jim Cofield, and sadly, right now, neither of them are in the same orbit of my life. But, um, but they know the pattern that you know. It's kind of I think it's like. In ministry, you want a relief valve. You want, you know, you're you feel like you're in the pressure cooker a mm-hmm. lot, and uh, and not that it's not true for everybody listening. Everybody feels the pressure cooker, mm-hmm. but I think there's a uniqueness. And again, I'm not saying that I'm better or harder, but when you have a burden for a church, um, I've been in the business world that had a burden for sales numbers and stuff like that, and that was a serious burden. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but I want relief, and uh, I think all of us do, and you know. Sometimes we try to find it in a bottle or we try find to find it in, you know, a, a, a journey that's not healthy for a short amount of time. But for me, oftentimes it's like, I just want a little, you know, give me, give me the beach for a few days. Give mm-hmm. me paradise. And you want it to stay, but it never does. You know, your best vacation, you got to come home, you know, mm-hmm. or something happens. So we're in the wilderness, Brooksy. God's in there with us. He's getting us home. We should expect pebbles in our shoes all the way. I mean, you sh- we shouldn't get so frustrated with it. We should anticipate it and still sing his praises. Mm-hmm. Amazing stuff. Yeah. So, what do we have to look forward to? And wh- how many more weeks till Advent? Uh, we well, it's it, really it's only one more after this week. There's only one, uh, two more weeks till Advent, and so there'll be the 28th. And so, uh, we have the 14th, the 21st. The 28th is Advent, but I'll still be in Exodus, and and then I, I love it because that's going to be the God. Uh, tabernacles with us that he was in a, in a tabernacle in, in the uh, wilderness uh, and it just leans in so much that Jesus came to tabernacle with us but this upcoming week 
Um, it's called Striking the Rock. And uh, here in the middle of the uh, wilderness, again, no water. And God will bring water from a rock that is stricken, uh, struck. And, uh, you know, what flows out of a, a rock. And it's just a really cool pointing to the rock of Christ being, uh, you know, stricken for us and what pours out from there. So that's probably enough. I want to, you know, not give it all away. But <laughs> Donuts preacher right now. Yeah, exactly. You know, but the interesting thing is, Brooks, again, how many times Jesus shows up in this story? And uh, um, I love the fact that in this, another really cool kind of weird but amazing story in the New Testament, when Jesus, on, on what is called the Mount of Transfiguration, where Moses and Elijah show up, it says they're talking about the Greek word is Exodus. They're talking about his Exodus and how, again, that whole true history of the Israelites kind of foreshadows the true history of Jesus that is really our redemptive history of story. So good stuff. Great stuff. Yeah. Great stuff. Well, we can continue on. Reason for God. Look at us. One man. of the we're last just, two we're, chapters. We're just plowing right along, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, we are. So, we're uh, chugging right along. Two, two chapters left. And this was the resurrection. It was just, what was the title of it? Just the reality of, of the resurrection. Yeah, the reality of the re resurrection. And, uh, um, you know, hey, uh, let's let's go to the Apostle Paul who says, and I love how bold he is in 1 Corinthians 15. If there's no resurrection of sin, we're idiots. He basically mm -hmm. says, you know, your faith is futile. You're still in your sins. You know, we're preaching. Our preaching is stupidity. Uh, so this is a linchpin. This is a, if if there is no resurrection, I, I, he says it really well. Uh, mm -hmm. um, somebody, uh, Keller said that somebody in his church said, hey, I'm having a hard time with the resurrection. And Keller's response, I thought was perfect. If it's true, listen to everything he says. Yeah, I have a quote right here. Yeah. If Jesus rose from the dead, you have to accept all that he said. If he didn't rise from the dead, you don't have to worry about anything he said. Exactly. You know, that's kind of it. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, is he a, is he a dead moral teacher that, that died and that's no more? Mm -hmm. Okay. Don't listen to him. Mm -hmm. uh, is he someone who conquered sin and death? And mm -hmm. so... Yeah, and it kind of goes on to say, like, the issue shouldn't be of if you agree or disagree with what he said. If, he, if you believe he rose from the dead, then everything he said is true. Exactly. It's not about disagreeing, like, pick... pick <laughs> Picking what you want is true. I love that, you know, and uh, I, I also love the fact, and again, this is where I thought we, I'd go, but, you know, who's the burden of proof uh, given to? Is it just to Christians that we got to prove that he rose from the dead, or is it for a non-Christian mm -hmm. or somebody who doesn't believe to prove that he didn't, you know? And I, I love how uh, it points to the fact that Paul is going to say that, hey, he wrote First Corinthians and say there's going to be 500 witnesses, many are still alive, and he's going to write it to a, in a letter and send it to a, it's going to be publicly read in Corinth. And so, you know, that would have been refuted right away if that wasn't the reality. Even some of the, it's interesting, some of the, some of the proof, so to speak, that I've heard over the years and it was here again, that there's no way that you would have women be the first ones who report it in the mm -hmm. four gospels, but they do. And, you know, uh, anybody who was trying to script this story uh, would have used somebody who could testify in court, and at that mm -hmm. time it wasn't a woman. Mm -hmm. And yet, this the the veracity of the story. This is who it was. This is how God Jesus appeared first. And uh, so, yeah, 
Yeah, it talks about that there was no advantage for the church to say that all the first witnesses were women. And that yeah. they were probably pressured to change the story and yeah. make it or make it less accurate, really, and make it more believable in that age. But yeah, they would say, "Hey, this sounds like fake news, and mm-hmm. it's all women," you know. And yep. so they're like, "No, this is the real thing. This is not fake news. So mm-hmm. uh, we're not going to change it to make it. We're not going to spin it, which I think is awesome." So I think the bottom line for me is Brooks is that is that where we started. Um, if the resurrection is a reality, and I believe by God's grace through faith. And what the evidence we have, it is. Wow, everything changes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we're not foolish. We're not idiots mm-hmm. for, for doing KC Corner 88 times. We're not crazy for <laughs> worshiping every week. Uh, we're not crazy to say, I, I want to live for Jesus. We're not crazy to talk about Yancey's What's So Amazing About Grace in our KC groups. Mm-hmm. Yeah, deal. I liked what you said, too, of even if you don't believe in God or can't believe in the resurrection, you should want it to be true. The message of the resurrection makes this world matter. If it's, yeah. if it's not true, then nothing else matters, really. Man, isn't that amazing? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just like right at the fulcrum. You know, you're going to go one way or the other. And, uh, um, yeah, and I think First Corinthians 15, if you haven't read it, let me encourage you to read it. It's, it's really... It's really good. It's a little bit long, um, but all 56 verses, I think they're 56 or 8, maybe, uh, are fantastic and really unpacks the resurrection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one chapter left of the book. Wow. We're last there. Look last at us. two are Look really good. Us. <laughs> the last two have been really good, So, uh, which is great. So mm-hmm. it's a great book. Reason for God. Um, certainly um, a fantastic uh, person who wrote it, too. Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. Blessings to Keller. So what uh, KC updates do we have? Well, you know, we are we are turning the corner toward Advent, you know, picking up some steam, which is really exciting. So uh, there's a lot happening and a lot of opportunities. I mean, I'm so excited, Brooks. We're we're looking at every week of Advent, specifically in December. And what can we do thematically that really celebrates Christ's birth? And how do we do it in a way that welcomes our community? So we're, we're going to do some things like on the 5th of December, we're going to have hot cocoa and, and uh candy canes of just kind of kicking off the season and then we're going to have our big typical luncheon after church on the second sunday which is the 12th but we're going to call it the kc christmas feast you know mm-hmm. and, and uh um we're going to have on the 19th you're going to be able to pick up a uh, gingerbread house we're going to have a gingerbread house competition who can make the best gingerbread mm-hmm. house and uh some decorating some cookies that we can give to our neighbors and obviously our christmas eve thing so uh at lake brantley high school which is going to be so big uh, so lots of opportunities, um, lots of volunteer needs, um, and this is going to be big. I know we got Thanksgiving to get through as well, which will be a, a wonderful celebration for all of us. But uh, um, And by the way, a really special thing happened yesterday. There was a little boy named Charlie we've been praying for for his adoption for a couple of years now, and that finalized yesterday, and I, I went and I, I watched that take place, and it was awesome to see this female judge weep as that was going on and the female judge once it was all declared legal get down from the bench and come and hug him and i'm thinking wow to have a judge who weeps and a judge who hugs is a pretty cool thing you start thinking Mm -hmm. that jesus is going to judge the living and the dead and he weeps over sinners and he he hugs us uh uh and he bled for us and he not only rejoices in our adoption, watch this, he's the one who adopts us. It's like, whoa, that's so cool. And so, but I just, it just, it was hard to, you know, I just like wiping away tears as you see this happen in the courtroom and think like, man, this is, this is awesome. It had the aroma of Christ and it was, it was incredible. So 
Um, we're going to mention that on Sunday, but uh, lots of great opportunities. This Sunday, we do have our luncheon, our KC uh, family luncheon, um, right after church. Um, so be looking, hey, uh, if you're in the KC family, um, King's Chapel family, please just do be looking for um, the weekly mailer that we send out and some opportunities to, to sign up for luncheon or volunteer opportunities. As you said, Brooks, you guys were gone. We had we had no one sign up for our King's Kids Sunday, so we had to kind of scramble a little mm -hmm. bit. So, um, hey, jump in and help out where you can. Sign up, people. Help us That's out. Right. That's right. <laughs> That's awesome. See you guys Sunday. All right, blessings, Brooks. Thanks so much.